Chapter Five of the Religion of Ancient Egypt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Piotr Nater. The Religion of Ancient Egypt by William Matthew Flinders Petrie. Chapter Five: The Groups of Gods, Animal-Headed Gods. In a country which has been subjected to so many inflows of various peoples as in Egypt it is to be expected that there would be a great diversity of deities and a complete and inconsistent theology to discriminate the principal classes of conceptions of gods is the first step towards understanding the growth of the system the broad division of animal gods and human gods is obvious and the mixed type of human figures with animal heads is clearly an adaptation of the animal gods to the later conceptions of a human god another valuable separator lies in the compound names of gods it is impossible to suppose a people uniting two gods both of which belong to them aboriginally there would be no reason for two similar gods in a single system and we never hear in classical mythology of hermes apollo or pallas artemis while zeus is compounded with half of the barbarian gods of asia so in egypt where we find such compounds as amon ra or ptah soker osiris we have the certainty that each name in the compound is derived from a different race and that a unifying operation has taken place on gods that belonged to entirely different sources. We must beware of reading our modern ideas into the ancient views. As we noticed in the first chapter, each tribe or locality seems to have had but one god originally. Certainly the more remote our view, the more separate are the gods. Hence to the people of any one district, the god was a distinctive name for their own god and it would have seemed as strange to discriminate him from the surrounding gods as it would to a christian in europe if he specified that he did not mean allah or shiva or heaven when he speaks of god hence we find generic descriptions used in place of the god's name as lord of heaven or mistress of turquoise while it is certain that specific gods as osiris or hathor are in view a generic name god or the god no more implies that the egyptians recognized the unity of all the gods than god in the old testament implies that yahweh was one with chemosh or baal the simplicity of the term only shows that no other object of adoration was in view we have already noticed the purely animal gods following on these we now shall describe those which were combined with a human form then those which are purely human in their character next those which are nature gods and lastly those which are of abstract character the gods which belong to peoples who did not conquer or occupy egypt must be ranked as foreign gods animal-headed gods beside the worship of species of animals which we have noticed in the last chapter certain animals were combined with the human form it was always the head of the animal which was united to a human body the only converse instance of a human head on an animal body the sphinxes represented the king and not a god possibly the combination arose from priests wearing the heads of animals were personating the god as the high priest wore the ram's skin when personating amon but when we notice the frequent combinations and love of symbolism shown upon the early carvings the union of the ancient sacred animal with the human form is quite in keeping with the views and feelings of the primitive egyptians many of these composite gods never emerged from the animal connection and these we must regard as belonging to the earlier stage of theology seker was a memphite god of the dead independent of the worship of osiris and of ptah for he was combined with them as ptah seker osiris 
as he maintained a place there in the face of the great worship of ptah he was probably an older god and this is indicated by his having an entirely animal form down to a late date the sacred bark of seker bore his figure as that of a mummified hawk and along the boat is a row of hawks which probably are the spirits of deceased kings who have joined seker in his journey to the world of the dead as there are often two allied forms of the same root one written with k and the other with g it seems possible that seker the funeral god of memphis is allied to mert seger lover of silence she was the funeral god of thebes and was usually figured as a serpent from being only known in animal form and unconnected with any of the elaborated theology it seems that we have in this goddess a primitive deity of the dead it appears then that the gods of the great cemeteries were known as silence and the lover of silence and both come down from the age of animal deities seker became in later times changed into a hawk-headed human figure two important deities of early times were nekept the vulture goddess of the southern kingdom centered at hierakonpolis and uazet the serpent goddess of the northern kingdom centered at buto these appear in all ages as the emblems of the two kingdoms frequently as supporters on either side of the royal names in later times they appear as human goddesses crowning the king knumu the creator was the great god of the cataract he is shown as making men upon the potter's wheel and in a tale he is said to frame a woman he must belong to a different source from that of ptah or ra and was the creative principle in the period of animal gods as he is almost always shown with the head of a ram he was popular down to late times where amulets of his figure are often found tahuti or tot was the god of writing and learning and was the chief deity of hermopolis he almost always had the head of an ibis the bird sacred to him the baboon is also a frequent emblem of his but he is never figured with the baboon head the ibis appears standing upon a shrine as early as on a tablet of mena tot is the constant recorder in scenes of the judgment and he appears down to roman times as the patron of scribes the eighteenth dynasty of kings incorporated his name as totmes born of tot owing to their hermopolite origin sekhmet is the lion goddess who represents the fierceness of the sun's heat she appears in the myth of the destruction of mankind as slaughtering the enemies of ra her only form is that with the head of a lioness but she blends imperceptibly with bastet who has the head of a cat she was the goddess of pabast or bubastis and in her honor immense festivals was there held her name is found in the beginning of the pyramid times but her main period of popularity was that of the shishaks who ruled from bubastis and in the later times images of her were very frequent as amulets it is possible from the name that this feline goddess whose foreign origin is acknowledged was the female form of the god bess who is dressed in a lion's skin and also came in from the east see chapter nine mentu was the hawk god of ermend south of thebes who became in the eighteenth to twentieth dynasties especially the god of war he appears with the hawk head and sometimes as a hawk-headed sphinx and he became confused with ra and with amon sebek is figured as a man with the crocodile's head but he has no theologic importance and always remained the local god of certain districts hecht the goddess symbolized by the frog was the patron of birth and assisted in the infancy of the kings she was a popular and general deity not mainly associated with particular places 
Hershefi was the ram-headed god of Heracleopolis, but is never found outside of that region. We now come to three animal-headed gods who became associated with the great Osirite group of human gods. Set, or Setesh, was the god of the prehistoric inhabitants, before the coming in of Horus. He is always shown with the head of a fabulous animal, having upright square ears and a long nose. When in entirely animal form, he has a long, upright tail. The dog-like animal is the earliest type, as in the second dynasty, but later the human form with animal head prevailed. His worship underwent great fluctuations. At first he was the great god of all Egypt, but his worshippers were gradually driven out by the followers of Horus, as described in a semi-mythical history. Then he appears strongly in the second dynasty, the last king of which united the worship of Set and Horus. In the early formula for the dead, he is honored equally with Horus. After suppression, he appears in favor of the early 18th dynasty, and even gave the name to Seti I and II of the 19th dynasty. His part in the Osiris myth will be noted below. Anpu, or Anubis, was originally the jackal guardian of the cemetery, and the leader of the dead in the other world. Nearly all the early funeral formulae mention Anpu on his hill, or Anpu lord of the underworld. As the patron of the dead, he naturally took a place in the myth of Osiris, the god of the dead, and appears as leading the soul into the judgment of Osiris. Horus was the hog god of Upper Egypt, especially of Edfu and Hierakonpolis. Though originally an independent god, and even keeping apart as Hor-Ur, Horus the Elder, throughout later times, yet he was early mingled with the Osiris myth, probably as the ejector of Set, who was also the enemy of Osiris. He is sometimes entirely in hawk form, more usually with a hawk's head, and in later times he appears as the infant son of Isis, entirely human in form. His special function is that of overcoming evil. In the earliest days, the conqueror of Set, later as the subduer of noxious animals, figured on a very popular amulet, and lastly, in Roman times, as a hawk-headed warrior on horseback slaying a dragon, thus passing into the type of St. George. He also became mingled with early Christian ideas, and the lock of hair of Horus attached to the cross originated the hero monogram of Christ. We have now passed briefly over the principal gods which combined the animal and human forms. We see how the animal form is generally the older, and how it was apparently independent of the human form, which has been attached to it by a more anthropomorphic people. We see that all of these gods must be accredited to the second stratum, if not to the earliest formation of religion of Egypt, and we must associate with this theology the cemetery theory of the soul, which preceded that of the Osiris or Ra religions. End of chapter 5